Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And this is Max Rushton. And this is the uh, H&J Daily with the best bits of this afternoon's show, which were understandably quite England-Denmark heavy. Leanne Sanderson was with us, the England striker. She joined us for the show. Uh, we caught up with David Seaman. Then we had a chat with him. And uh, also, who else did we speak oh, to? I mean, we spoke to lots of people. I can't we remember did. what we're putting in the yeah, podcast. But yeah. I don't think that matters. No. Because by the time people Lloyd, listen... Lloyd Griffith. Lloyd Griffith, Griffith of course. That's and right, by the time right. you hear this, maybe we're in the final, maybe we're not. Yeah. Life will continue. I'm just very nervous. What are we now? Four hours, 15 minutes from kickoff. How yeah. are you feeling? But anyway, for now, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Good afternoon, Paul. How are you feeling? I'm feeling, oh, I'm, I'm pretty Just put nervous. your head between your legs. Sit down. <laughs> bring bring no. it into this brown paper bag. <laughs> paper bag. I'll just inhale for now. It's sort of singing sweet Caroline Acapella that out helped. of nerves. That I think it did. I think if anyone is feeling nervous over the next seven hours, if you just start going, da 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 it really it's, it's like, just, yeah. it's like om. It's, it's like, like, it's, like a, it's, it's an England fan's meditation. It is English om. Yeah. Yeah, so I am there. It was interesting. It's I, coming on. It's, it's coming on. That's I got, it. I got here at about, uh, when did I get here? A couple of hours before the show, about 11 o'clock. And people were already getting their first pints yeah, yeah, at yeah. 11. And what is that? That is nine hours yeah. before kickoff. I think nine hours. And probably said this every time I'm at Box yeah. Park, and I'm looking at people and going... And it's not an environment, is it, that says, well, I'll nurse this yeah. one for, for the next 90 minutes, and Can then I've, maybe we'll have another. I'll have a half. I'll just have a half, please. The whole of Box Park boos you when you've not been to half. Box Park, it's lots and lots of benches, food outlets, basically a great big shipping container that's been turned into a venue. And you've seen the ones in Croydon and beer being lobbed in the air, and this is the Wembley one, of course. And uh, you've got big screens, you've yeah. got lots of music playing, big sing song it's a very happy cult it is isn't it's, it it's, that's, that's what every, i think it is everybody gets in the moment and there is you know there's a lot of people buying jugs really you know are. yeah let's get, yeah. get a couple of jugs in it's that sort of venue you don't you don't have a sweet sherry but i there is something about the box part right just listen to this on yeah, the 13th yeah, yeah. of june on sunday uh, Sunday the 13th, Croatia, England, Croatia. I was at the box park. Yeah. We won 1-0, good performance. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Friday the 18th of June, I was not on TalkSport at all. Right. And that was England's worst performance yeah. of the tournament. On the 22nd of June, I was in the studio with you, Czech yeah. Republic. A win, but not amazing. No. The Germany game, 29th of June, I was back at the box park. Yeah. Great victory, 2-0. July the 3rd, Ukraine, I was here at the... Bo- I was standing in the 4-0, yeah. and we won. So I'm saying... I'm at the box park today. That can only bode well. That's good. And on Sunday, 10 in the morning, even though no one will be here, 
I will be here. Even if, even if the show comes in the studio, I feel like I have to be here yeah. to be at the box park. Well, look, so, you're t- you're gonna, so you will be here if England get to the final. You will be here I'll be Sunday here. anyway. I'll I, I will be here even if, the sh- even if they say, we want a show from this Italian cafe. I'll be yeah. like, like I, can't. I can't. Honestly, if I'm not here on Sunday, yeah. that could... That could, that could blow, blow thing. Gareth's plans. He's meticulous. Yeah. He's got an attention to detail, hasn't he? He's got a person. I heard this. Like, he's credited the person. And I'm surprised there hasn't been, like, a 10,000-word long read in The Athletic about the person who bought the unicorns, the inflatable unicorns. Right. And when they inflated the unicorns for the swimming pool, when they brought out the unicorn, the right time to bring out the unicorns. Really? Yeah. So the players are made to wait for the unicorn? I think... I'm saying in the... There's in the other gr- inflatables, but then the unicorn in, is brought out. In the out. group stages, you know, Bakayo Saka was like, I need the unicorn. He was like, not yet. Because right. we have to unleash it at the don't right go time. Don't early with the unicorn. Exactly. So the unicorn is very much the Jack Grealish. You don't start no, him, no, no. but the unicorn may bring, win us the bring trophy. It in to make a difference. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, we want to hear from the listeners today. Mm-hmm. Uh, exceptional places you'll catch tonight's game. Uh, look, it'd be lovely to hear from you, Dave in Hull, that you're watching with your nan. That's great. But not sure how interested everybody else is. But if you are, as, as you said, up Snowden, if you watching are, it on your phone. Absolutely right. Because yeah. we have listeners all over the world as well. If you're watching somewhere internationally, if yeah. it's the middle of the night, or you know, or you are, I have to say, up a mountain, yeah. or if you're in your, if you are literally in your lorry, yeah. you know, on a motorway in Sweden. Can I give a, can I give a mention to people that will be working tonight? Because there'll be a lot of, of those people. Yeah. And that includes people like police officers, paramedics, emergency services. My friend's uh, son would be watching the game with us. But he's a paramedic, he has to work. So he'll be watching someone in an ambulance, someone, nobody gets ill. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of people doing that this evening. Uh, I was telling you that a lot of restaurants uh, have suddenly had all these cancellations. It waits so long to open. I saw somebody in the Sunday Times saying, it's gutting, you know, we had a full Wednesday night booked. Now everybody's cancelled. He said, I almost want the Danes to win. <laughs> so... You know, what have you put off tonight see, as what, well? What have, yeah, absolutely right. What have you put off? What you had in the diary for so long, yeah. but you are not doing it, obviously, because England are in the semi-final of a major tournament and places you're watching that are exceptional. Um, we'll run it by you, Paul. I'll read them out, and if they deserve a shout-out, okay. then we'll have deserved. If they don't, we'll just cancel it. Jamie says, a beer garden in Hanover, same place I watched England beat Germany, surrounded by 500 home fans. But on the subject of what I'm putting off, Alex says, I'm putting off anything to make sure I'm sat down for the Connors Key Nomads game against Alashkurt in the Champions League tonight. Wow. Is there another game that I'm missing, <laughs> he says. Yeah, and if you're taking in another game, <laughs> we'd, we'd, love to, we'd love to hear from you. The Champions you. League started yesterday, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Craigie says, I was meant to be going on a first date, but it has been postponed because of the rain anyway. Uh, it's meant to be the football, that is. And Matt says, on the question of what have you put off tonight to watch the game. It's nice of Max to assume I have things going on in my life. <laughs> um, we have got the team. We think we've got the team. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't think it's a big surprise. No. Everybody, all the papers seem to have gone with it. And that seems to have been confirmed in the last couple of hours via leaks. That the only real change is uh, Jaden Sancho uh, goes back to the bench and uh, Pekau Saka starts, which I think is a really good move. Uh, I agree. I, mean, I, I, I totally agree, agree with it. Team, he's, I don't think anybody's going to be questioning the team anymore. There There's trust be, in the manager. There won't be, look, as, as after when, when it was announced that Trippier was starting left back in the Croatia game, and I was standing here and, uh, and we, it came out, we were slightly surprised, but then Southgate out was trending before the game. <laughs> I have a hunch it won't be trending before no. the game. A after, rise to Gareth <laughs> yeah, won't be trending. After the game, who knows? Yeah. You should mention you were here last night. I was. What a game. Yeah, it was a fantastic match. It was, uh, I just, I, as I said yesterday, I bought a couple of tickets very late on. We were in the very last row behind me was the wall 
but I was right behind the goal without the penalties. It's still, I mean, it's a mark of the stadium, really. It was still a fantastic view up there. It was a bit like watching sensible soccer, as you pointed out. <laughs> but and I, the little car, when it came on, you said, what about a little car? You sent me a message. You said, what little car? Was that far? I wouldn't have seen it was a full-size Tiguan, mate. The re- uh, re- re- return of the, the tiny car was so good. I, was, I got very engaged by the yeah. tiny car, which we hadn't seen since the opening game in Rome when Italy played Turkey. because yeah, it was the new ball, wasn't it? Was it? The, the new, new ball. They, yeah, so the they new wanted to bring it in. I did notice it had a, a colour tweak, and it really yeah. changed the game for me. Yeah. Adam Wright got in touch with me to say, regards to the tiny car, uh, 1,181 miles from Rome to Wembley, yeah. 25 days since the opener for the tiny car to get to Wembley. It would have done an average of 47.24 miles per day nice. at a touch under two miles an hour all the way. Probably about right. Yeah. And Tiny Football Car now has a Twitter handle as well. That's good to Does know. It really? But we should talk about the game. Yeah. Spain were so good. And they it were. must have been wonderful to watch Busquets and Olmo oh. and Pedri from where you were. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was amazing to watch them in the flesh. It's a bit of a privilege. When they, they moved the ball around fantastically well. But the bottom line is, as you quite rightly said, we could be brilliant tonight against Denmark and still lose. That was Spain's best performance yeah. of the Euros, and they've, they've come off losing the game. It was a great atmosphere. I'll tell you what we did notice. There was quite a lot of, obviously, people who bought tickets, England fans who bought tickets, and there was quite a few refrains of, it's coming home, yeah. and then people were joining, and it was done in the right spirit, but it wasn't going down particularly well. It's a little bit of booing, a little bit of whistling, and a few times people just saying look enjoy this game enjoy the game yeah and and it was winding up some of the italians and spanish fans you could you could tell i, um, saw, I saw that at the nations league final yeah i think that england did in portugal i was covering for australian television and there were loads of england fans who started just singing england and england and yeah. sorry, there, there was a time and a place tonight <laughs> is the you know any time from now yeah. in the box park today is an england three syllables day yeah a hundred percent but it was spain was so good you've got to feel for Morata as well because he took yeah. his he was brilliant when so he came great, on yeah, yeah. he was brilliant and he took his goal beautifully and he just thought when he was walking up he just didn't and you probably didn't see from where you were well no I was I would say I, I, we had a pretty decent view of the penalties yeah. thankfully but I, uh, I like the idea that Jorginho would have known about 20 minutes before yeah. the rest of us where that ball was going he yeah. was like I know that Italy in the final well before anyone else I mean that was I mean that's how he always hits him but that was ice cool wasn't it so now that's that should be set us up for a fantastic game uh, tonight yeah. um, you're working you won't be there tonight well you were there no. for the Germany game you're you're doing some work and watching it for the your, the Guardian podcast I team am. yes um, Barry Glendenning coming around my house yeah. for the first time yes that's and right he doesn't want to be there yeah. Uh, as a proud Irishman. And we must remember there are, you know, big audiences in Scotland and Wales and Ireland who do not necessarily want England. We'll understand why we're talking about England today, but are fearing an England victory tonight in yeah, a big yeah. way. Yes, they? that's right. And uh, we've got uh, Andy Jacobs will be in the stadium oh, going to his first game. Uh, and so Andy, Andy will be going tonight. So, uh, yeah, we, we hope he has a good time and uh, England get the result. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Matt has been in touch, Paul, to say, Hi, Max, any chance you can ditch the planned broadcast and just play soothing sounds oh. for a couple of hours? Because like a log fire... Maybe some whale noise, what just the patter some, of rain. What about some, some choral music? Oh, that would be lovely. Because there's a man with us now who may be able to... I, I'm, I don't mean you, Leanne. I'm not expecting <laughs> you to sing for two and a half hours. But Lloyd Griffiths has joined us. Good to see you, Lloyd. Thanks for having me. Lloyd is... I don't know if you know this. Lloyd is a chorister. He's got a fantastic he singing does. voice. Incredible. Yeah, I saw him the other night at the, uh, yeah, at the show. Let's not mention that. Yeah. <laughs> the Grouchy <laughs> show. <laughs> Which was unbroadcastable because we were steaming. So that's fun, isn't it? <laughs> you went on air drunk, did you? No, he wasn't on there is pretty look let's not talk about it but i'd like to talk about it legally we're not allowed to so um but yeah no i do have a a a, a weird little choir voice yeah bit odd isn't it you wanted to sing you joined us before the the tournament and you wanted to sing god save the queen lead the boys into the tune and they've they've not come through for you well the the issue is it's uh, have you heard of covid oh yeah 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 yeah. so is that the only issue yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. Not the voice. Not, not, no, the voice. <laughs> famously, the voice is great. Okay, but COVID isn't. So basically, they don't want. It, uh, there's no singers for any national anthems for any teams at all. Oh, for yes, any of the, of the only person that's singing is Andrea Bocelli, and I think he gets a free pass. Probably yeah. right. Yeah. Probably you know, during does. during what I what is commonly known, you know, this lot is the Soccer AM Glory years. Oh eight to. <laughs> 08 to 15, yeah. uh, Helen and I were due to sing the National Anthem. That fell off a cliff later at, on, didn't at it? At the JPT final. I, I'm, right? I'm aware of this. Right? And we auditioned, Laura Wright taught us, and we were going to do it properly, and it yeah. was South NV crew. And then, like, some South End fans got so angry that we were... It was their first final, I think, that we were devaluing like the Rose competition. Like Rose doing the Star Spangled exactly, Banner. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, when you're like, whoever goes, should we get in? Actually, do you want another half a pint? You finish that? No, the anthem's about to start. That, anyway, there was like... A, there, me. That was you, and I was just like... Basically, the South End fan got so angry that we said, OK, we, we'll step away from this. Yeah. Because we, we were cancelled by South End fans. Oh my so I'll share your pain. <laughs> we, yeah. were, we were talking yesterday, actually. I mean, when you, when you played, did you sing the anthem, Leanne? Was you one of those that sang? Because not all players do, do they? No, I think we always sang, to be honest. They, they almost told us we had to, but people wanted to. So, and I think you see, you know, the Italians, when they sing the national anthem, I don't think there's any oh. other country that has that same kind of passion. They're grabbing each other like it's WWE. Yeah. Like they're, going, like they're properly going yeah. for it together. It was yeah. one. I mean, I say in there last night listening to that, it's a wonderful anthem. It's amazing. It? It's such a great anthem. I was at the Germany game last week, and obviously I was singing it full belt. And it was just amazing to hear 45,000 people sing the national anthem. It's the first time they've 
been in stadiums, it's the first time they're singing, t you know, together tonight yeah. with 60,000. It's going to sound absolutely incredible. Did you yeah. see that uh, excellent tweet from uh, Lord John Kilclooney? I probably don't share his politics, but he's tweeted last night, amazing that every member of the Italian team sang its national anthem, whereas every single member of the Spanish team remained totally silent. Ah. Not one sang the Spanish anthem. Uh, there are no words. There are, there no are words. literally no words in the Spanish national anthem. That's why, Lord <laughs> John, you know, get, get your facts well, right great. before you tweet. So as, as, as a footballer, do you, when do you learn the national anthem? Is it something I you have to do on your school. own? I learned it in oh, school, really? to be yeah. fair, yeah. yeah. And then I feel like by the time I started to play for him when I was 15 for the under-17s, and we all just sang it, it was a massive honour, like, the feeling of doing that, and you see your mum and dad in the crowd, like, it's different levels. That's a great question. Did anybody in the squad not, did you ever, did they have, sort of have a meeting going, does everybody know this, or it was just, everybody knows no, it? it was natural, I think. Everybody just kind of wanted to, and we did, and it was like, yeah. we all kind of, like, you know, hugged each other while we were doing it, and, yeah, it was quite nice. But Wayne Rooney came out quite a few years back, because he came on, a few England players came into criticism quite a few years back that they weren't singing, and Wayne Rooney came out and went, I don't know the words. And it's quite interesting. <laughs> but didn't Gareth Southgate give them, apparently, during his tournament, like, a list? Yeah, I, I, they the, got a crib sheet. I actually, I actually taught the England on the 21s three years ago after seeing the last oh, anthem. Great. Well. And they're actually singing there today, so I feel a little bit of, like, pride. So who was in that 21? Foden. Yeah. Mount, Ramsdale, Henderson, I mean, essentially, And yeah. did you just see them teaching the words, or did you, you know, use your, di use your diaphragm? Support, how to stand. It was funny, they were, like, awful at start, and then, like, later on, they were absolutely... Dominic yeah. Calvert-Lewin has a voice on him, let me really? tell you that, yeah. I but it was interesting, like, if you're, if you're a footballer, and you're at a, com a comprehensive school, the likelihood is you're probably not going to sing the national yeah. anthem and more than assembly, so yeah, it is something that I think Gareth Southgate has gone, this is something that needs sorting out, and again, one of those small little... What about that does. second verse, though? Like, is there oh. really that second verse? Like, they've done it a couple of times when I played Fringler. They'd play the second verse, and it sounds like the first verse, but we all just kind of stood there. Yeah. But yeah, I never, never noticed Because it's verse. so short, I think. Because you get some, like, they go yeah. for about 20 minutes. Yeah, it's great. Ours is so short, so I think they feel sometimes to do a kind of... I mean, the words to the second and third, I think the third the verse is quite, yeah. un quite unpleasant. There's a third. We don't want to be singing. We don't want to be singing that. But it would be great if they panned along a line and suddenly it'd be like the X Factor. You're suddenly, oh, you'd hear this great voice. Because most of the boys, or all the, I'm sure the girls were the same, they would stand there and it's a bit like they're singing a hymn in assembly, isn't it? Yeah. It's all a bit flat. There's no good singers in there, but, but is I, there? I've been watching them and they, are, they have been going for it. Do you know I mean, I'm not saying that's down to me. That'd be ridiculous to say that we'd yeah. win the Euros because of me, wouldn't it? Would <laughs> um, but they, they have. You could, it might be. It Look, could it, be. That it could just be might, it just might be. I just yeah. want a knighthood. That's all I want. Right, okay. yeah. But you can see, like, you can see that some of them are properly going for it. Jordan Pickford, when he's there, his arms are out a lot. He's really. But going also, for Jordan it. Pickford's a bit short. He's next to Kane. Is he? His arms <laughs> yeah. have got to be up high, haven't they? He's a, yeah. sort of like that. It looks like, it? His, it looks like his shirts on the washing line. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like hanging down. <laughs> um, you are a goalkeeper as well, of no, aren't yeah. you? I mean, you must be. So impressed with Pickford. Have you always been like a Pickford fan? I have been a bit of a Pickford stan, um, as the, the kids are saying. Yeah, like when he came through and, you know, it's obviously he was relegated with Sunderland, so it's never a, a good thing. It's quite interesting, you know, there's been quite a few goalkeepers. I mean, Aaron Ramsdale, bless him, has been relegated with, you know, with two teams in the last two years. But yeah. it's the mentality to go, that doesn't matter. That yeah. doesn't matter to me. You should be able to then go into the England set up and go, you know, I'm an, I'm an incredible goalkeeper. And we put all that behind us. I chatted at the weekend. 
I didn't necessarily think that Jordan Pickford was going to be number one at this tournament. If uh, Nick Pope had been kind of a fit, mm-hmm. if Dean Henderson had been a fit, they'd have really been calling for you know the, the yeah. number one shirt. So for him to come in and mentally go, I am number one. Forget what's just happened. I am number one, and he's had a, he's had a great tournament. Also, people talk about Foden's here. I love Pickford's hair. I agree yeah. with you. How brilliant yeah. does he look? More, I'm like some more authority. It, yeah, I don't it looks know. like he's in Wall Street. He's kind of has that got that bit He looks longer, so much better, doesn't he? Back. He's gone very. It's David Seaman, isn't it? When David Seaman. Yeah. Yeah. curtains he's, he's copied that he has got he has curtains <laughs> look um, we were speaking to Harry Kane's uh, youth coach the other day from Ridgeway Rovers when he was seven and he played in goal first ever training session so forwards can play in goal you any good in goal Ian? absolutely not <laughs> I always say to goalkeepers how I'd be diving all over the gaff whereas I feel like they say to me well you know where the goal is when you're a centre forward it's no different you know, but I feel like I'd just be diving everywhere. Positioning is imp- it's so it's a t- well, it's a different it's a com- like different positions are different, yeah. but that is yeah. totally different. I can't wait for someone's old coach or PE teacher to say, I don't really remember. I don't remember no. uh, Bakayo. You know, didn't yeah. stand out. Was he in my class? <laughs> he was. Yeah. They all seem to. The are they really their PE teachers? Yeah. Though that's yeah. the question. They all know forensically everything. They can't remember everything about every student. Can we they? always knew. Yeah, they're exactly. We always knew they were destined for greatness. Connor Code. No, I don't remember. I can't have been. <laughs> I, can I just? This is not really sport related, but. It's an anecdote nonetheless. I went, when I was um, singing at um, Exeter Cathedral, like the lad I am, um, Chris Martin went to Exeter Cathedral School and his, he went to like a big school afterwards. His headmaster wrote a report back going, he's really academic, he's really sporty, his music's good, but he, what, what he needs to do is stop playing the guitar and entertaining the troops at night time in the, in the, in the boarding dorm because that's not going to earn him any money. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and look at him now. Look at him You'll now. never make a living doing that, Chris. So, uh, Lloyd Griffiths with us, Leanne Sanderson with us as well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Max, we've been asking the listeners about where they'll be watching tonight. We were looking for weird and wonderful we, venues. Yeah, we, we don't want any. We don't want a pub, a garden or your house. Yeah. Uh, Stefan says, I'll be watching the game on my laptop in a lorry somewhere in Frankfurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's exactly what we want. And also, what are you giving up? What are you not doing tonight yeah. that you had planned? What are you giving up? AB says, I'm giving up all sense of perspective, logic and a belief in history. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Infinite Portal said, I'm, I'm a, I've postponed a meeting with my department chair I'm a university assistant professor, a lectureship equivalent for folks across the pond. He's in America in computer science in the US about a career-defining research proposal literally called the Career Proposal. He is sacking that off. Well, really? Yeah. What for a game of football? Absolutely right. Wise? His, entire His entire career, his entire computer science career is on hold. Uh, Lloyd Griffiths with us, uh, Le- Leanne Sanderson as well. Uh, Lloyd, uh, we were speaking to Omid Jalili last week and he had a gig last Saturday that I think they managed to rejig. So he did the gig earlier, then they, everybody in the audience watched the game with him. Yeah. But he said, forget doing a gig. And if you had a gig tonight, for example, I mean, you'd be here, but if you were a comedian with a gig tonight, you'd think, no one's going to be concentrating well, on it. I had a gig on Saturday. <laughs> I, I had to pull, so I was supposed to be in Cardiff Friday and Saturday night. And um, I, I kind of... On, on the Thursday, because I was scared about pulling it, because I just left it. I don't know why I, I said I'd do it as well. I, I, you know, whatever reason. Anyway, they managed to like look. It was in Wales. It was in Cardiff. Like it's probably safer for you to not do the gig. <laughs> so they, they replaced me with a non-football fan Welsh person. So that's, I mean, fine. But yeah, if I had a gig tonight. Absolutely. There's no point. No one's going to be watching it. No. And the people that are watching the gig, they're not the kind of people watching my gig. If no, I'm that's, brutally honest. You absolute I can, bookworms. I can see that. Are you, are you, I was saying before, I'm not conditioned to know what to do if we win. In many ways, I'm more comfortable if we don't. I'm, I'm completely across those emotions. You keep saying this. I, this it sounds massively negative. <laughs> I, I, know yeah. it, I know it is, but do you know what I mean? I just wonder, how, do, you, do you know what you'll do? Do you know how you will be? 
drunk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like but I know it sounds ridiculous, and I probably need to speak to a therapist about it. But that is the only way that I'm going to get through this is by just having three or four pints to numb any kind of anticipation or pain that might, yeah. you know, that might happen. So that's. That, but you can't. You, the I, end of the Germany game. Like I, I lost my mind. I, I lost my mind. But then it's you're, you're in a dream world, aren't you? It's yeah. like you can't explain what's. what's I do what's the happening. opposite though. Like I have a hard time. I don't drink during the games. Really, because I feel like I get too emotional. Yeah. And I, like, want, I can't, I want to remember the yeah. game. Do you know what I mean? You've so even... taken that from your playing days if you were professional. Yeah, yeah. it's true. You never drunk during the game. No, no, Maybe no. Maybe just one about half. <laughs> just like dance players. Dance players have a level. Yeah. They're like, I know of one dance player, he needs three glasses of white wine. And that's his level. He's, if he has four, it's too much. If he has two, he's not on it. Because he needs three. The limit, isn't it, for, for, for darts, is, is it now 21 pints maximum that you're allowed to have before a game? That's like the <laughs> limit. And I'm not, that's not a joke. That's what? A joke. Is you being serious? I, I think so. There's a limit that you're allowed to drink before darts. Like, it used to be unlimited, but they've, they've put in a 21-pint so limit. Is that like a very strange breathalyzer? I'm almost yeah. certain. I'm sure there's so many people that will know this, that listen to this, will be able to tweet you. And let Maybe me know that press conference right where, all, where Barry Hearn was sitting there saying, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I saw him. Start that 22nd pint. He's dead to me. He won't play my... But it's never going to happen, is it? So, oh, dear me. Going, oh, not Bar Barney, not the 22nd. Yeah. The 21st, you were absolutely fine. Now, look at you. you'll be enjoying the game uh, in the company of a man who's, uh, along with yourself, got a certain, by association, got a certain amount of infamy after the Germany game. Yeah. Uh, fellow comedian Rob Beckett, who uh, Instagram sensation he became. Mm. Um, what's it like watching the England games with him and the aftermath? Again, we're just two giddy idiots that just what what you know just were there a few pints down just watching the game. I fell asleep on the sofa about one o'clock last week. Woke up at five thirty, looked at his stories, and he's having you know he's got a megaphone in the back of a cab and eating chicken by a bin, um, <laughs> which then got a double praise spread in, in a in a in a red top newspaper. So you can, I mean, it was yeah, it's just one of those ridiculous. It was one of those ridiculous nights where. You know, anything happens. He's, he's, he's worrying tonight that he's not going to be able to live up to the hype of what happened last week. Yeah. He's got some way to go. He's, he's got, got the 22nd pint, I think, is what he needs. <laughs> it's like that Woody Harrelson <laughs> movie that he made in London, wasn't it, with just like this live caper. So it's a bit like that. I should moved. say, I should say, we're, we're on the balcony of the box part. I'm just going to slide open the door, and I think this is the first play of three lines, if right. you can hear that. No, yeah. I've heard it three times already. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, they're going for it. Yeah. Anyway, um, Lloyd, lovely to see you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for popping along. Enjoy the game today. Give us a score. Um, I'd like to say 3-0. In fact, I am going to say 3-0. That's all right. I'd like, I'd like a clean sheet. I'd like three goals. Look out for me tonight. I said that as jokingly on, as on a tweet last week, and then I was actually on the screen you were. the TV. Yeah, so I'm a bit higher up this year. So uh, if any of the camera operative this year, this week, I'm, so, I'm not even yeah. drunk. Um, so <laughs> block 3.30, 5.30 if any of the camera operatives. And you're available for uh, house removals, no job too small. You've got to pay for these tickets. <laughs> should point out, people think you've been lording it on freebies. Oh, no. You've paid for these tickets. Thank you very much, credit card. 0% for the next 18 months. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I just was very lucky. Just went on the website and they were there. You have to wait like 10 minutes and they came through and, um, yeah, so I'll be paying. If you see me in a few dubious adverts in a few weeks, you'll know, oh, he's oh, paying that's for right. He's, he's, paid he's, for he's doing tickets. the preparation H. <laughs> Good luck, Lloyd. Good, Good luck, mate. Lovely to see you. Lloyd. Cheers, Lloyd. All the best. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I feel guilty when I sit down because we said to Liam going to stand up for the whole three oh, hours. Yeah. She hasn't got a chair. You so told just, me I was a yeah, diva if, right. I, um, if I sat down, guys. I'm in the easy what chair What does that make today. you guys, I'm, then? I'm yeah. in the easy chair. Paul does the work. I'm just sitting here getting yeah. increasingly nervous. That's my role today. David Seaman is joining us. Hello, Hi, David. David. I'm good, mate. I'm very good. 
be yeah, excited. Be I, excited. Yeah, I was going to say, a bit of nerves. Yeah, a bit cautious, actually, yeah, because you don't know with this Denmark thing, do you? you know, it's just gaining momentum all the time, and, yeah, I don't know. If we play well, we win. Yeah. But we have a little day off, then we could be in trouble. Um, you have played in a semi-final. What's it? I haven't. Well, I mean, I have, <laughs> but not quite at this level. What's it like? It's, it's not nice before the game, mate. It's, no. No, because it's just nerves. You know, it's, it's these things, that, the voices in your head and the pat on your shoulder telling you all the negative stuff. Another one telling you, you know, go out there and do what you do and show them what you can do. Um, yeah, it's nerve-wracking before. You know, especially when you go up and have a look at the pitch. That's probably one of the worst moments. Um, you know, but... Why? Because you're always thinking of what might, go, what, what might happen or what might go wrong. I don't know why, but that's... I don't know. You, well, the thing is, I didn't like getting there so early for the games. I don't know about you, but goalkeepers yeah. always go out first. Yeah. So you guys have to go out and warm up earlier. But I always kind of like getting there later. Mm. So like the more time you had in the dressing room, the more you had to think. I mean, me and Jill Scott always used to dance before every England game. <laughs> so there's got players that like to, you know, be quiet, sit there, you know, visualise and stuff like that. But I, I agree with David, you know, the day of a game is the most anxious time because you just want it to come. Yeah. What was your thing, David? I take it Gazza liked to sit quietly and visualise, didn't he, before the game? <laughs> yeah, nothing was calming him down. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, yeah, he was, he was Gaza. You yeah. know, you let him get on with it because you knew that whatever he did, he was still going to perform out on the pitch. Um, you know, I was, I always tried to be nice and calm and, you know, make it look like I was calm. In yeah. my head, it was all going all over the place. A bit like the swan, you know, with his feet underwater going crazy. But, um, yeah, I just used to sit there and, but, you know, since then, since I've retired and like Mike Keown and even Tony have said, you know, we, for, for nice confidence, we just used to look at you. You know, we used to say, look how calm he looks. That's yeah. what we should be like. It worked. Yeah. There's a, there is a newfound calmness to, to Jordan Pickford, isn't there? And yeah. I, I, we were saying the other day, maybe it goes back to that Van Dyke challenge and that moment of, you know, that could have been him injuring himself in the season, that slightly erratic side he had to his game. That seems to have gone. It feels like it was a bit of an epiphany, a real turning point for him, I think. What yeah, happened. and I think he's, 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 he's got help from that as well, you know. So he's, he's uh, since then as well, um, you know, with his sports psychologist. Um, and I like, I like what I see. You know, he, he was a little bit flat the other night when he came out and missed his kick. Yeah. You know, and then he started, like, shouting. But I'm still a little bit worried as to how hard he tries to hit the ball. Yeah. He tries to, like, knock it into next week. But he can ping left and both yeah. feet, can't he? I know, but, like, Unbelievable. He's, what he's doing is, like, he's just trying to smash it every time instead of, like, just trying to play it down the line or pick someone out. You know, you watch him and I'm thinking, oh, if something's going to go, it's going to, like, pop off. <laughs> <laughs> Although, as a League Two fan, I do love an occasional hoof at the highest level of football and when it comes back and he just goes you know you think is he going to play a little side foot pass and there are some David Seaman fans David in, Seaman, give us uh, red and white wigs with a giant inflatable football and, and flags is it nice walking down Wembley Way just people yelling at you David yeah it's alright Yeah, I was going to the Germany game and I had to try and get to the from the hotel to the stadium and I had to like skirt around the mosh pit and with all the cans and beer wow. everywhere, and that was like a little bit scary. You must hear honest. your name when you go to sleep. Oh. Just sort of Seaman, everywhere <laughs> yeah. he walks, Seaman. Stuart Pearce told us that when he walks to the stadium, he never bothers him. He puts his mask on, he says, I put my game face on, and I just keep walking. No one bothers me. <laughs> well, what a massive surprise. Well, I've yeah, said the, the best phoning I've ever done on Talksport was with Danny Murphy, which was, Have you seen Danny Murphy? But he looked so miserable, you didn't ask for a selfie. He just says that. He just learned when you were at Liverpool, you learned the go away face. Because yeah. otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get anywhere no, ever. No, no. But you're but a you very smiley you, man. Yeah, you don't have that. You haven't really got a go away face. No, no. And I'm six foot four and all. So yeah, it don't help. <laughs> <laughs> what, I mean, what would you 
What would you prefer, Dave? You love your fishing, right? England to win the Euros, or you to catch the biggest fish ever? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he can't I mean, No, I can't. No, I caught my biggest fish ever about a month ago, actually. Oh, tell a, us about I it. I caught a 42-pound carpet uh, at Frimley oh, Pit. Can you do the hand? Is, what's a 42? Like, there oh, we are. Yeah, it's a big one. Tell, um, what's the emotion when no, you was, landed the carp? That was special, but... No, winning here. Oh, can you imagine that? Winning yeah. the Europeans here. That, that would be amazing. You know, we, we got close, you know, and we should have gone yeah. a little bit further, but the lads have got a great chance. That's the thing, you did get close, and, and we, we were talking about Spain, Italy yesterday, and Spain were the better team, and they didn't go through, yeah. you know, and, and so you can't, you were the better team against Germany. There's yeah. no doubt. I mean, I thought Spain were better than you in 96. Is that fair? Yeah, that's, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, because they had a couple of goals disallowed that were yeah. very borderline. If VAR had been <laughs> very borderline. Yeah, he's 20 yards onside, wasn't he? But that's the point tonight. We, You know, it's all about winning. It doesn't. It is, the performance is less yeah. important. Right? Oh, I don't care about the performance. 10-9 will do. You know, I, I, honestly, it's all about winning. 10-9. You know, God, imagine all that. 10-9. 3-1. I'm still going 3-1. Yeah, three, That's three exactly what I've gone for. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I got it right last night. I went 1-1. Italy win on penalties. So, wow. yeah, I said, wow. I said it's that like on, Mystic my, Meg. Uh, on my podcast. So, yeah, I've gone with 3-1. Uh, Fantastic. Well, look, David Siemens with us, Leanne Sarnison's with us. We're going to keep chatting, uh, looking ahead to tonight's game. A uh, little bit later on, uh, we will be out and about with uh, DJ Majestic on Wembley Way. We'll also be uh, out and about around the country speaking to the fans. Uh, the, the listeners been getting in yeah, touch, Yeah, just a they? couple of tweets that were great. One, you know, we'll give you shout-outs, but not if you're in a pub or a garden or your house. Somewhere, somewhere different you're watching tonight. Daniel says, I'll be watching in my camper van in a campsite in Catherine in the Northern Territory in Australia. I've got the alarm set for 4am, come on. And Oliver says, I'm collecting my wife and newborn baby from hospital. If discharge is after 6pm, they're in for the night, he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had some good stuff from him, so keep those uh, coming. Uh, somebody said uh, that they've cancelled their... Uh, they were supposed to be doing Alice in Wonderland tonight at the local theatre. Oh, yeah, But they've yeah, yeah. cancelled that, apparently, so uh, they can take in the game. But uh, So there we are, great loss there. Uh, yes, I'm giving up... A great loss to the arts. Yeah. My king of hearts will just have to wait, <laughs> says Steve Graves in a very lovely way. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Nervous? I am. Do you know what? I, I am, but the show, get, you know, sort of getting in the way of the... Yeah. I've got to concentrate on this, so like when it's finished, I'll sort of... Is this you concentrating? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Vaguely, vaguely. Mm. You know, it's difficult on a day when there's a game. I know, of course you it know. is. I'm yeah. trying my best, Paul. I know you, you are. Know? You're you doing think, well. Do you think, you know, You're the, doing the choice, very well, the choice was this or Andy Jacobs in a box park, which I would love to yeah, see it as would a reality be. show. It would be a but there would be there would be some interesting words in the advertising breaks, I reckon. Former England striker Leanne Sarnison with us. Uh, former England keeper David Seaman with us. They've both played in semi-finals of big tournaments, and we were chatting about that earlier on. And we should talk a bit about Gareth, though, really, because... Did you always see him as sort of management material? No, <laughs> not at all, I swear to you. You know, he never seemed to be that strong a ca uh, character. Um, and you would be thinking, well, you know, but looking back now, I'm thinking, no, I never got that sign at all. He was very tactically aware. Um, you know, and he was a confident lad, but he wasn't like one of the guys, like, the out front and always I'm chatty. I'm happy you and... said that because I feel like everybody's saying yes. Yeah, you know, when yeah, they're being yeah. asked, they're saying it because they think they should. But it's good that no, you. That's, it's like the PE teachers of all these players <laughs> pretending yeah. they remember who they were <laughs> yeah. to, to get some airtime. <laughs> who but, was in that dressing room? Sorry, no, was, who was in that dressing room? You thought that's Gaffer. It's definitely going to be a Gaffer. Well, Tony, Tony straight away. Yeah, Tony yeah, Adams. Yeah. You know, you think, yeah, he's because he's a really strong and forceful character. Um, but that's not worked out, has it? No. You know, and so yeah, it was weird. Maybe Alan Shearer. 
but you know he dipped his toe in and uh, yeah. dried it off. It was a bit of bad timing. <laughs> bad timing for Alan, really, wasn't it? Timing, bad timing. Yeah. But he's a thought. He's a thoughtful bloke, isn't he? He's sort of not a. Yeah. He's not a classic footballer. I don't know if that's a cliche that we shouldn't use anyway, because footballers like humans are all very different. And in my experience, the more I've met, the more I've thought that. But he's a very thoughtful person. Yeah. But he's 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 grown into it so well. You know, when you look at what happened at Middlesbrough, where that didn't go quite well, then he gets the under-21 job. And then he, he, you, you see him and you think, yeah, he's developing nicely. And then it all turned out where, or worked out, it worked itself out, where Gareth was like the next natural choice. And then when he became manager, I was like, yes, you know, like one of my teammates is, is now England manager. And, and I still didn't, like, feel fully confident with it until I saw him actually working. He obviously got the respect of the lads because he worked with them at under-21 level. And then it just built and built, and now I just I, I love everything he's done. He gave you a shout out, didn't he, in a post-match press conference? Said he saw you up here in the in the stand there watching the game, and he said, you know, I can't go back and take that penalty again. I can't make it up to those guys that were part of the team. But I mean, I think like you and, and Alan Shearer said, you you forgave him a long time ago, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I never thought of that. And then when he said that, I was like, wow, he's had that all in years, you know, like 25 years or so. And I was thinking, cool, that ne that never entered my head. And for me. We lost it as a team, you know, because like we said earlier, in that semi-final, we should have won. You know, we had the chances, you know, and it's only that one highlight that Gareth hit a you-know-what penalty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that, that was it, you know, but that's what everybody remembers. But for me, I remember, like, Gaza just missing it by inches. I remember Darren Anderson hitting the post, you know, and it, that's the sort of things that I remember the most. You know, that that's the sad part of, of Gareth's career, but... That's made him what he is now. Yeah. Did, um, is it true Tony Adams booed him in the bar? Like, so, you know, no one knew what to say after the game. Yeah. <laughs> but what, you know, that's Tell us the story. Tony. Tell us the story. We're, just, we're in, the, in the bar at Burning Beaches and, like, we're all in there and we got, like, mixed feelings because obviously we'd just been knocked out. Um, but we realised what we'd done. You know, the fans let us know at Wembley. We got back to the, the hotel at Burning Beaches and there was thousands of fans outside the hotel waiting. Yeah. And they all started jumping over the fence. So they were now right outside the windows of the bar and, and of the hotel. And, uh, and then Gareth walked in and Tony was like, uh, boom, that was a sh penalty. <laughs> Bit of an icebreaker. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder, Leanne, do you, I mean, when Southgate got the job, and I think I was guilty like everyone else of thinking, it's a very safe appointment from the FA. It seems sensible because of what had just, you know, what had just happened with Big Sam. But I wasn't sure he was a good football manager. And, I, you know, over time, I have become more and more sure that he's a brilliant statesman. And what he's done off the pitch, how he helped the players, how he spoke up, what happened in Bulgaria with the racism, what's happened with taking the knee, I think he's been brilliant. And he's proved to me this tournament for sure that he is a really good football manager, which is a really important part of being a football manager. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, I agree with you, Max. I didn't think he was the right person for the job when he first got the job. I agree, I thought it was safe, but I mean, I think what Gareth's done that not other, manage other managers weren't able to do, like Capello, is bring the divide back again. I think the fans at times, you know, Wembley wasn't even getting sold out. You know, there was almost that fans were losing their love for the country, and I think Gareth Southgate has really brought that back again. And I think it's really good when you see, you know, I know Bukayo Saka on the unicorn, and people might laugh, but these guys are allowed to have fun. And I think it's great to see him playing with a smile on their face because it's, as you know, Dave, when you play for England, the pressure is immense. You were, know. You, were you not allowed to have? Were you, you allowed to dance else? on an inflatable unicorn? No, oh, I've not seen that, by the way. I need to have a look at <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we just went out fishing, me and Gaza. <laughs> <laughs> He's become a style icon. TM Lewin, apparently, have seen a 350% rise 
in knitted blue polka dot ties because that's what Gareth's this is the new waistcoat right apparently. okay oh, wow. everybody's oh, okay. so everybody's going for that that look with like the hanky in the pocket like he's in Il Devo like he's going to come on and Il sing going to sing a song from Carmen doesn't he <laughs> he's going to stand up he's going to wander into your wedding he? and pretend to be a waiter but he's actually an opera singer he'd do one of those uh, Saka everybody seems to know the team it's Saka for Sancho that's yeah. really the only change He's he's been great hasn't he he has you know and, yeah. and when, he, when he's been on and even when he's come on he's, he's just given it everything he's like but the thing is he's like because he's so young there's no he don't feel the pressure or he, he looks like he doesn't feel yeah. the pressure there's no baggage there he's just going out there and trying to enjoy himself and that's exactly what he's doing but he's creative as soon as he gets the ball he looks to, to get past a player or take players out and then pass it forward you know that's what I love about him uh, what about the back four, David? The, the, you know, it's so important for a goalkeeper. You know you trust that goes, those guys in front of you. I thought Tyra Ming started this tournament brilliantly, but what we have now, everyone seems to know. Luke Shaw, that was so open who was going to be left back, and he yeah. didn't start the first game. But they look comfortable, and they look good, and they look controlled. They do, and, and they look good in, in whatever formation he chooses as well, which is, which is a great sign. You know, but for me, back four all day long, you know, and I'm glad that he's opening. Classic old school, yeah. Right? Yeah. back four, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew an Arsenal goalkeeper yeah. would want that? I yeah. had a pretty decent back four in front of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, the, the fact that they're doing what they're doing, and don't forget, before the tournament, everybody was saying, oh, yeah, but we're great going forward, but our defence is a weak spot. And I'm thinking, yeah, it could be, but... But even when he put Trippier in there, you know, at the first game at left-back, like, yeah. no one expected that. Everyone expected Luke Shaw to play in there, but what is going on out here, guys? I think that <laughs> Rupert Bell's come to mow the lawn, hasn't I he? Think <laughs> it's, sorry, it's, yeah. <laughs> ah, there's Adrian Durham. Adrian Durham arriving on a Harley-Davidson. Yeah, I just think it's fantastic. Imagine in full levels. asking for a photo with Adrian Durham. This is a... Easy rider, was it, all that? Look at that. Yeah, he's taking his glasses off. It must be serious. Would you do a selfie? Adrian's being so humble there. No, I... I'd yeah. hate a photo, it's but not I'd love me, so it's really many. Goffey, he's the one. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah, love yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. to see this happen. Yeah. There we go. Oh, he's, telling, he's telling them that he loves Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's what he's doing. I always said Wenger should stay. That's what Adrian's saying to that yeah. lad, isn't it? Oh, dear me. So, uh, yeah, we were talk talking about Saka, weren't we? And the great thing about him is that the amount of work he does defensively as well. And, you know, they've got very strong wing-backs. They've proved that, the Danes. And that gives a little bit of cover for Walker. And Because he, he did some great work defensively in his start, didn't he, against the Czechs? Yeah, totally. And, and that's what you look for. I always remember <laughs> Lee Dixon absolutely moaning his head off at Ray Parler, you know, to make sure that Ray comes back and covers for him as yeah. well. You know, that's exactly what you, you see with Saka. You know, he's covering for Walker. You know, he's, helping, he's getting back and helping him out. And it's same on the other wing as well, you know, even with Sterling. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's good to see. It's great to see that everybody knows their job. And as soon as some some person goes into a certain position, it gets covered. Yeah, you know, and it's I brilliant. think you've got to give Arteta credit as well for Saka and the management because he's carried Arsenal a lot this year, but he's mm. playing with freedom. You know, I think sometimes in England we stifle the talent. We don't know how to handle, you know, when someone's very, very good, we almost hold them back. But I think because Saka, you know, he looks like he's playing in the playground with his friends. Yeah. And he has that freedom and he he makes everybody get off their seats, doesn't he? And that's what we want. But give Arteta a few more months at the Emirates when he says, well, I did win us the Euro. So even if the yeah. season doesn't start <laughs> that's that That's the only well. time I'm going to give Arteta credit. <laughs> let's, hope it, let's hope it doesn't go to pens. I, I like the sound of your, your two, three, one score lines. Hopefully that's in 90 minutes. Yeah. But we were just talking about Jorginho's penalty last night and Simon has to make that call and you know what he's going to do you know, know. he's just going to stroke it and it's going in one corner or the other because that's what he always does but he kind of went pretty early Simon he did he? and it, made, it makes his mind up for him so early you know so if I was in goal I'd, I would wait and wait and wait you know as long as I possibly could 
Because he doesn't actually ping it past the goalkeepers, yeah. does he? He always side puts it and he's always looking at the goalkeeper. He never looks at the ball. So just wait and wait and wait. It's like a game what, of poker. What, are going to be waiting until next year? That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, not, we've not had one retake yet in, in the shootout because the keepers are they keeping a foot on the it. line. They've really mastered that, haven't they? I've been impressed with that. Yeah, because you can start behind the line. Yeah. If, you, if you like that little step forward, you start behind the line, step forward, get that foot on the line and then, and then dive. Can I ask the iron about taking a penalty when you're not looking at the ball? Because I sort of feel at my level of football, if I'm not looking at the ball, yeah. I'm not going to mm. kick the ball. You mean like Thiago, the no-look penalty? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I personally love taking penalties. I always wanted to be the first person. I love it. And the more pressure, I absolutely loved it. But at the same time, I'd never try a no-look penalty. I mean, the penalties last night were fantastic. Yeah. Tiago, Bernadeschi, yeah. like, put it in the top corner. And the pressure, you can, for me, you know, I had this um, conversation with David James before. I don't think you can ever recreate an environment. You know, nope. we used to take training penalties in training all the time. So people would step up. And then when it came to it, you'd be like, who wants one? And everyone would kind of yeah. be like, oh, I don't know anymore. Because it depends on how well... You played in a game, but surely for a yeah. goalkeeper, David, it must be the best time for you to be the hero. It's great. It's like it's a perfect situation yeah. because like you're not really expected to save them, and then when you save them, you can become a hero. Big Yorkshire hands. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one against Spain, we oh, can still yeah. see it. What, did bit, he have a foot on the line though? That's the. That's you true. watched it back. Uh, Let's I've go no back. Idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> At least it didn't matter then. Anyway. No. no. Lovely to see you, David. Thanks Pleasure. so much. Come enjoy the game tonight. Fingers crossed. We, we should get mention the your podcast. David. Oh yeah, of course yeah, we should. So yeah, yeah. I've had all, all the lads on there. I've had Gazza on there. I've had Tony. I've had Piercy. I've had like lots of people on there, and it's something that I'm doing that I'm really enjoying. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking about obviously Euro '96. It's you and Lindsay Hooper, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, me and yeah. Lindsay Hooper and Incy's been on there. We've had all sorts of. Even Yuri Geller's been on there, so we've had good fun. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Oh, yes, of course, the man that the man that helped you that day by making Gary Max penalty yeah, move. That's what I said to him. I said, oh, by the way, thanks for guiding it onto my elbow. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Of course, we're recording this little bit before the game. Come on, England. Let's hope they can get the result. Uh, join us tomorrow from one, if you can, for the celebration slash wake. And uh, the birthday spread. And the birthday spread. Arguably more important. That's true. Yeah, let's get our priorities right. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.